Today is the 12th of December 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book, which you can download, and today's script. And if you'd like support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you that you allow us to be called your children. We thank you for giving us the power to become more truly your children, so that we may be a witness to your name here on earth, so that again and again in the name of Jesus Christ, new power may come for body and soul, for the happy, for the unhappy, for all who are still following false paths, for all who suffer so much grief and fear and need. We thank you, Lord, and we praise your name. Help us on our way. Help us when we grow anxious and afraid. Help us in everything. Help us especially in the concerns that we have buried deep in our hearts so that your name may be honoured, your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. John 11 verse 35 Jesus wept. This is the shortest verse in the Bible. Bit of trivia for you there. But I have this image in my head of Jesus standing by the entrance of Lazarus's tomb, not just crying, but broken, sobbing, crying for the loss of his friend, and I think also crying because of what he was about to face. Maybe for Jesus it was the realization that his life was shortly coming to an end. And either way, I don't see Jesus quietly shedding a tear. As I said, I see Jesus sobbing. But as I was thinking about it, I started to wonder if maybe there was a third reason why Jesus was crying. I wonder if Jesus was mourning the fact that his friend had to die in order for Jesus to teach a lesson. And whether Jesus had questions about God and God's calling on his life and the fairness of it all. Now we know that Jesus questioned his calling. He asked God to stop his execution in the Garden of Gethsemane. Maybe the loss of his friend reinforced just how difficult Jesus' mission was. I appreciate this is all speculation. But Jesus is the most honest of us all. And I have no problem with Jesus showing his emotions. The fact that he could mourn his friend, along with everything else that Jesus was bearing, should teach us a lesson about being honest with how we feel just one more thing Jesus can teach us. Emotional honesty. Who'd have thunk it? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, 
we read John 11. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with wisdom and respond to it with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the English Standard Version, and today I'm reading John chapter 11. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. When Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in a place where he was. Then after this he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews are now seeking to stone you, and you are going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anybody walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. 
After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas called the twins and said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Mary and Martha to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here, and he is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odour, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on the account of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said these things, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The man who died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him, and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, What are we to do? For this man performs many signs. 
If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you understand that it is better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this of his own accord, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also to gather into one the people of God who were scattered abroad. So from that day on they made plans to put him to death. Jesus therefore no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to the region near the wilderness to the town called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus, and saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know, so that they might arrest him. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. That story of Lazarus is deep and profound and amazing, and I would encourage you all to spend a lot of time thinking about it. But after music, as always, we're going to pray.
Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Our links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up before God, whatever you're going through. Our prayer today, taking from our Walking the Way prayer book, is for the local businesses and the people who work in them in our towns. As we pray for the economic welfare of our cities and our towns, I think it's really important. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, as people enter workplaces today, we invite you to join them so that everyone there will sense your presence. Lord, may they convey your peace, just as we are aware of your comforting proximity at all times. Fill them with your grace, mercy and power to serve you and others in this place. Lord Jesus, we want you to be glorified in those lives and in those places of business. And so we pray, Lord, that you will be Lord over everything that is said and done there. May they bring honour to your name and joy to others. Holy Spirit, help them to depend wholly on you today. Renew their strength. Fill them with physical and spiritual energy so they can be the best employers and the best employees they can be. Lord, guide them with your wisdom. Help them through every challenge and conflict. Let them be a beacon to you, a blessing to their employees, and a blessing to their towns. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way.